Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. <clears throat> Today we're going to study chapter 17a of the prophet Ezekiel. That's the first half of chapter 17 of the Navi Yechezkel. Chapter 17 is the third in a series of parables, which started in chapter 15, where Ezekiel tries a new method to try to get his message across to the people, the method of telling parables. In chapter 15, he told the parable of the fruitless vine in chapter 16 it was the un excuse me chapter 16 he's talked about the unfaithful wife both of those parables describing israel as a vine that is tended to by god and a vine that produces no fruit being an example of when the people do not uh, do not follow god's instructions and and live corrupt lives the um and the and the idea, the notion, of looking at Israel as God's wife, so to speak, as a relationship, a loving relationship, husband wife, are are motifs that we find throughout the Bible. And I mentioned that while we studied those. Today is going to be a little different because he's not only going to say a parable; it's also going to be a riddle. It's going to be in the form of a riddle. So it's a parable and a riddle. So we're going to. Um, uh, today read the riddle part, and then tomorrow read the interpretation of the riddle. So, And the word of God to me was as follows. So says Ezekiel. Here it's very clear that Ezekiel is speaking to the people exactly as God instructed him to do. For those that have been following Ezekiel until now would understand the importance of that in that God had instructed Ezekiel only to speak to the people exactly what God says and not speak his own words. Ben Adam, human being. That's how God refers to Ezekiel. Chud Chida, I want you to say a riddle. Umeshol Mashol, and say a, a, a parable. El Beit Israel to the people of Israel, to the house of Israel. And this is what I want you to say. So says the Lord God. Hanesher Hagadol. There was a great big eagle, Gedol HaKenafayim, who had tremendous wings, a very broad wingspan, Erech with very, very long limbs, and Melei uh, Hanotza, with full of feathers, just a big, beautiful, powerful bird, Asher Loha, Rikma, that also had wonderful, bold coloring, Bo'el Halavanon, it flew over the the uh, forests of Lebanon by Ikach et Tzameret Ha'orez and it took the um, Tzameret is similar to the um, language of Tzemer which is the wool which is the top growths the softer growths at the top of the tree the fresh the fresh uh, branches that are growing out of the top of the tree the top of a tall cedar tree this eagle took and broke off the top of the tree and flew away with it this is verse 4. This eagle cut off the, the topmost, the highest of the soft branches. It cut off of the tree. And it brought this, this um, branch to the land, the Kanaan land. Now, it's important, and we've had this in in several of the words of the prophets, that the word Canaan does not mean as it means in the five books of Moses and other places, the land of the Canaanites. 
but rather Kenan here means, and we'll understand this when we see the meaning, the meaning of the parable. Kenan here means a land of Kenanim, which is merchants, merchants and traders, the land of the traders. I would say which land this is referring to, but I won't because then I'll give away the meaning of the riddle. So you will have to listen to 17b to understand what Eretz Kenan means. Now, um, but I will tell you that it is not referring to the land of Israel. So Be'ir Rochlim Samo. He put it in a city that is full of Rochlim. A Rochil is, is a, 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 rochel is a, a merchant, a person, a, a trader or a peddler. Um, all of that would be subsumed under the term Rochel o Telech. Rachil Ba'amechaz, thou shalt not go around telling stories like the salesmen go around telling stories. That is a verse in the Bible, in the five books of Moses. So that's how we know that this Eretz Canaan does not mean the land of Canaan. We also know it from the context when we see the meaning of the riddle, but it's referring to the land of merchants. So bottom line, you have this big, beautiful eagle, powerful, tears off a branch from the top of, the, of a tall tree in, in the Lebanon forest, and brings it to a land that is full of merchants and people, and and it's a powerful land full of uh, of traders, and it plants it there. Then, the same eagle goes He takes not from the branches of the tree, but he takes from one of the little seeds in the ground, and it puts it in a field that's ready to be planted, a, a field that is ready and prepared, and that is a good field for planting um, crops. Koch al-mayim rabim, he takes it to a place where there's plenty of water, tzaftzofa somo, and he place it, places it as if it was a, a, a tree that, that, that grows alongside the streams. It's a type of, of willow tree. So, like the willow tree grows in a place where it has abundant water in a field that is fertile, a field that is ready to be planted. He takes this small seed that's not as big and powerful as the top of the branch of a cedar, but he puts it in a place where it could grow, where it could flourish. By Yitzmach and he plants it. By he and as it grows, rather than growing into another cedar tree, because remember, he just the, all we said was that he took a seed. We didn't identify the species of the seed. So apparently, it was a, a seed for a, a vine, for a grapevine, by Yehila Geffen Sorachas. And it became a type of uh, um, uh, a, a branch which, 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 spreads, which spreads over its sides. In other words, rather than being a tall tree, it became a tree that kind of. Um, uh, grows along the ground and grows out in different directions. Shiflat koma, low in height, along the ground, along the low places. Lifnot doliotov elov. And it grows in such a way, and he planted it in such a way, the seagull planted it in such a way, that its doliot, those are its small branches, should grow towards it. In other words, it should stay in that fertile field and grow underneath the protection of this eagle that put it there. And it planted it in such a way that its roots should be underneath this great eagle. In other words, the eagle planted it so that it should have everything that it needs and flourish, and the eagle was there ready to protect it, this plant that he planted. Where, remember, the other branch, the, the branch that he planted, the cedar branch, is now growing somewhere else, 
into a powerful tree out there in that Eretz Canaan, in the land of the merchants. But this other one is in the original land, the same land where he took the, the uh, branch from, planted it in a fertile field. And it ended up growing into a grapevine, Batas Badim, and it um it it turned into Badim uh, like uh, twigs Vatishalach Porot and it send out roots over the land. So here you have the eagle standing over and protecting this branch, and he intended that the that this branch should grow into a grapevine and grow towards him so that he can protect it and he provided it with water and a fertile field but there was another great big eagle gedol who also had big wings and also had a lot of feathers this one is not described as grandly as the first so it's a big one it has nice feathers but not quite as big and as nice as the first one making you think that if you were this grapevine, you'd want to stay underneath the wings of the one who planted you because he was bigger, nicer, more beautiful, more powerful, etc. And he gave you all of this nice stuff. However, this vine, it started turning its roots towards the lesser eagle, this other eagle. And it started sending out its roots and its shoots towards this other eagle, in order to get nourishment and, and water from her, me'arugot mata'a, rather than from the rose in which it was planted. The grapevine is going in the wrong direction, towards the place where the water isn't. El sadet tov, el ma'im rabim hishetula, even though it was planted in a good fertile field, and even though it was planted next to plenty of water, that was where it was placed, However, Lasot said Peri, in order that it should grow nice branches and give good fruit, Liot Adara to become a great, beautiful. Uh, uh, some people translate Adaret is a noble or a wonderful vine. Instead, she started sending her roots over to someplace else. This is the end of the riddle. So again, the riddle is you have one great big eagle. That does two things. It takes a branch off the top of a tall tree and plants it in the land of merchants and lets it grow presumably into a big tall tree one day, starting off as a soft, small branch. And another, and then the eagle goes and takes a seed, a tiny little seed, plants it in a beautiful, wonderful place, expects it to grow, expects it to grow underneath his wings so he can protect it, gives it everything it needs. And instead of growing towards this big, great eagle that planted it, the grapevine decides to go and start growing towards another lesser eagle, which did not have the same resources that the first eagle had. This is the riddle and the parable. The meaning of the riddle and the parable we will study together when we study 17b together. Thank you so much.